The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Oguta. Hi, welcome to the I3L podcast. My name remains Kayode Oguta, and it's always a pleasure to be in your stable, in your newsroom every week. Today, we're continuing with the eight questions that all exceptional leaders need to ask to change the quality of their leadership. Last week, we started by talking about the question about what's going to be your contribution, the question from a late sage, Peter Drucker. Today, as we're continuing, we're going to be asking what I consider the replica question, the replica question. The replica question was gotten to me from a living sage this time around, Christopher Collardy, when he asked a simple question. He said, wherever the leaders go, the people go. So the question now is this, if leadership is everything and a team of lions led by a sheep would always be defeated by a team of sheep led by a lion, how can I ensure that Everybody is like me. Everybody is a replica of me. Not a clone of me, but a replica of me. How can I ensure that everybody in my organization is a replica of me? Now, if you want to ask yourself, if a leader comes late to the office, everybody thinks it's okay to come late. If a leader doesn't espouse the value system of the organization, everybody thinks it's okay if a leader doesn't believe in responsibility or he dodges responsibility, everybody in the organization thinks it's okay to dodge responsibility. So if everybody were like you, what would the organization be like? So if you are a leader in any place that you are and you are thinking of making an exceptional dimension result of your leadership, you've got to ask yourself this very simple question. If everybody were like me, what would be the quality of my leadership? What would be the quality of my leadership? Leader is the one who says the direction, is the one who tries to espouse by living the values of the organization, and the leader is the one who takes responsibility for making sure that organization results are gotten. There was a story of a chief of army staff that my dad once told me. He said the chief of army staff, whenever they came for a meeting to make a decision, the chief of army staff would say, if he wasn't favorable to that, he would say, let the army council meet. But if he was favorable to that, he would say, no, who is the army council? Now, if you look at these two things, he was trying to tell the organization that everybody should be like him. And that what he's doing matters more than the collective goal of the organization. Now, many years after that, the army has espoused what was his own value system. The truth must be said that the way a leader leads will determine what is the result of his leadership. It was one of his youthful men who said something. He said something that I've never recovered from. He said, personal example is not the main thing. He said, it is the only thing. Personal example is not the main thing. It is the only thing. So a leader must show the personal example by the commitment, 
You must show the personal example by the responsibility. You must show the personal example by making sure that, look, he pays the price that he wants everybody to pay in the organization. And that's how trust is bred. That's how people believe in the vision of the organization. That's how people believe that the organization will be able to do what it said it will do. So if you want to succeed in leadership, then certain things must be sorted out. And that includes that you ensure that the people that you are going to have your organization must be a replica of you, must be a replica of you. Now, have you ever seen many places where exceptional leaders, they leave the organization and at the end of the day, the organization collapses? Now, it's not a good story. I mean, a lot of people might think, oh, it's good if the organization collapses because I'm no more there, then that makes me a good leader. That makes you a good leader, but not an exceptional leader. Now, an exceptional leader would make sure that the organization tried irrespective of if the leader were to be present. So if the leader asks himself every morning, you ask yourself every week, in every, in every meeting, if everybody were like me, what would this organization be like? And you know, this is a very introspective question. If everybody were like me, not what they see, not what I say, if everybody were like me, if everybody were like me, what would the organization be like? There are times I look at very successful organizations and I see the disjoint or the disconnection between the top leadership and every other person in the organization. And I begin to wonder, is there a difference in what the leader is saying and what the organization is doing? Or it is the fact that it is the internal representation that is taking place in the leader that is different from what he's saying that is being exposed to everybody to see. So the question every exceptional leader would ask himself is, if it is everybody in my organization, this organization, were like me, what would be the quality of my organization? What would be the quality of my organization? Now, Steve Jobs, one of the greatest charismatic leaders that ever lived before, was such a great leader. He surrounded himself with people that always thought about how they would challenge the status quo. Because Steve Jobs himself was someone who loved to challenge the status quo. He wasn't given to mediocrity. So if everybody were like him, they would try to challenge the status quo. They would not give into mediocrity. And they would try to do things that were different. I mean, you could say different things for the kind of leader you are. But if you want to ask yourself... What kind of leader are you? And that if everybody in your organization were like you, would your organization thrive? Would the organization do well? And if they don't do well, is it because of the kind of person that you are or the kind of person that you espouse to the organization? Leaders are supposed to be problem solvers or they are problem solvers. Now, how do you make it easy for problem solvers to grow in your organization? Now, one of the greatest things I noticed recently was how big behemoth organizations like GE have started to struggle. And it's always important to know that they began to struggle because they did not do a good job of democratizing leadership, making sure that leadership, people could take responsibility for decisions at different levels instead of having a great bureaucracy trying to make 
all the decisions for themselves. Now, this is why I think that the replica question is one of the most important questions you could always ask yourself. If everybody were like me, what would my organization be like? If everybody were having the level of my commitment, what would this organization be like? If everybody had the level of my responsibility, what would this organization be like? Now, if you see that there is a disconnection between what you want and what they want, then it will not be your call to create environments in which people can grow. I normally tell people, and I'm very certain about it, and I'm sure you've heard it before. I said, the quality of the environment matters as much as the quality of the soil. So, I mean, for instance, even if a great seed a great seed, a great genetically modified seed for apple comes to Nigeria, he will not grow well because the seed will not do well in the soil of Nigeria and also in the environment of Nigeria. Now, recently I heard about the fact that the reason why onions actually pepper your eyes is the mere fact that onions do not have anything to pepper your eyes. But if onions grew in the sulfur environment, sulfur soils, it would have that effect that whenever you peel it, there will be this pepperish sensation in your eyes. So what someone did recently was find out how would he do that differently. So they brought out onions in sulfurless environments. What happened to them? The onions grew without the sensation of pepper. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, if you grew up in an environment where you've always had that sensation, you will never believe that onions could do anything other than that. I think that's the reason why leadership really, really, really matters. And exceptional leadership actually matters. You have to think about what kind of environment would I be creating that would ensure that people who live in this organization will be able to excel. Now, if you are not there, if you are not involved, how would you create an environment or an organization or a climate or an environment that people who are in that organization can thrive irrespective of you? So, understanding that personal example is not the only thing, it is everything, it is everything. So, you must believe that a leader's own job is to create environments in which not only would the people following him do well, they would even do exceptionally better than even what the leader did. In the Judeo-Christian ethic, it was said of Jesus that after he raised up his disciples, he now told them that they would do greater things than he did. Why? Because he believed that he had empowered them with every tool he had so that they could do a greater job than he could do when he walked on earth. So the question I want to ask you is, as a leader, is what are you doing? What are you trying to do so that your leadership would replicate itself in many, many more people? Now, I do not mean that in replicating yourself, that you're cloning yourself so that, for instance, if you're someone given to analysis, you want only analytical people to be around you. No. Or if you're someone given to creativity, all you want is creative people. No. They must be balanced. But the question is this. If you want to replicate yourself, how do you solve problems? How do leaders solve problems? How do leaders create direction? How do leaders use organizational resources to further organizational goals? These and other things are what create great leaders. So for you, you must understand the law of nature that says that everything creates after its own kind. So what kind of leader are you? What kind of person are you? What kind of person are you? And number two, you must understand that the final test of leadership is the fact that everybody can assume the job even after you have left. Yes, that's the final test of leadership. Everybody will do better in your absence. 
So today, the replica question comes to you. What would you do to ensure that you will create the kind of leader that you are if everybody were like you? What would be the fit of your organization? Next week again, we'll be coming again with the i3 podcast. So I want to challenge you to ensure that if you have not downloaded or subscribed to it, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, on Player FM, on Castbox, and you have it. We're coming very soon with on Spotify. We've got we're almost a hundred thousand plays on on iTunes now, and if we get a hundred thousand, we'll celebrate that milestone. And and it's just because of you listening to us that we're making those kinds of inroads into the hearts and lives of people. So please join us as we try to make your leadership journey simple and experience beautiful in the i3O podcast because we know that leadership matters and exceptional leaders do matter. In the absence of leadership, organizations do not thrive and societies do not do well. So when we come to you every week is because of the fact that we believe leadership really do, do matter and your leadership would really matter to the world in which you are living in. God bless you. Always tune into the i3 podcast. My name is Kevin Peter. See you next week.